Welcome to the Partnering with Parents podcast, where we, the Pursuit Family Ministry Team, give you, the parent, resources and tools to help you grow your family's faith from a Sunday experience to an everyday faith. Welcome to another episode of the Partnering with Parents podcast. Today we have with us Lindsay Tippery again. Lindsay, Woo-hoo. welcome. Awesome. It's good to be back. Yeah. So <laughs> we've been going through this series called Everyday Faith mm-hmm. with the intention of helping parents uh, cultivate an everyday faith um, at home, not just a Sunday experience, right? but to know how to shepherd their kids in that on a, or in their faith on a day-to-day basis. So this week we're talking about everyday words mm-hmm. and how we use our words. What do our words have to do with cultivating an everyday faith? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I think that we use our words all the time, right? Like there's not yeah. typically a day that we go by without using any sort of word, whether it's to our spouse or to our kid right. or to, you know, ordering something through Jimmy John's. Like we use our words yeah. every single day. And so, I mean, throughout scripture, we see that our words matter like they're important and because we're followers of Jesus the way we use our words with one another um, just has a significant impact both Mm. in just encouraging people or um, you know challenging and reminding people of who they are in Christ and yeah there's just so much that in terms of faith and and cultivating that with within ourselves within our kids that our words play a a huge impact in yeah there's that verse in the New Testament um that's a very broad. <laughs> <laughs> that one it's verse it's in the New Testament. You know, Testament. the one in the New Testament. <laughs> I can't remember if it's James or Peter right now, if I'm honest. Um, but where he says that the tongue is like the rudder of a ship. Yeah, that's in James. James, okay, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, and how it can start a fire, right? Like it, mm-hmm. it the, the tongue and the words that we use make a big difference. Right, like they can... Our words can be used to to build others up or they can be used really to knock others down, which was the whole kind of analogy we made when we talked about this on Sunday and the idea of building blocks up. But then, you know, sometimes our words are like taking a bat to them to them and knocking them down. So, yeah, they they have an incredible impact. Yeah, for sure. And I think it has obviously a big impact on our kids because they hear kids hear their parents talk all the yeah. time, right? Mm-hmm. And say things that n- maybe they normally wouldn't say in public. Even this just comes to my m- to mind in light of our current cultural climate. We're entering an election year. Mm-hmm. Or it is an election year. We're entering almost the election month. Um, things are getting pretty heated there. Politically, right. COVID, there's everything so divided. And so I think even the way we use our words in this specific cultural moment Mm -hmm. is going to have an impact on our kids. Oh my gosh, totally. I think that the way that we talk about the situations around us, like kids are listening and observing that Mm. and the way that we approach those situations, because can we be like real, like 2020 has been a hot mess of a year and there have been a lot of things that in our own family, in our community, in our church, like whatever, that we've had to like pivot and change and we're not quite sure what's happening next. And it can be really easy to vent and be frustrated. Yeah. And and those are really like natural emotions. Like I think we've all felt sure. that in this season. But man, how do we 
make sure like, um, you know, in Ephesians four, where Paul says like, in your anger, do not sin. Like mm, it's yeah. not that we can't be frustrated or angry, but not let that lead to sin. And especially with, you know, conversations that we may be having or social media, you right. know, just how can we just be really mindful, mm. like recognize the emotions that we have, but be mindful of how we choose to speak on those and the mm. words that we choose to use yeah. um, in just tense, tense times. Yes, very <laughs> tense. Even, yeah, it's so good. Even when we are experiencing maybe even a righteous anger to mm. let our speech be led and governed by love, right? Yes. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I also loved what you said. Well, this was, we weren't recording at the time, but you were talking about the book. What What's it called? The Relu Ruthless Elimination. Elimination of Hurry. Yes. yes. By John Mark Comer. Yes. I've heard that's a good book, side note. So shameless plug for that. Yeah, uh, read I'd it. love to read it. But the idea that, you know, sometimes we can almost do more by not using words. So I think that's even a, a point that yeah. we can get into and just talk yeah. about like that we there are times where yeah. we might want to say things and use our words and feel, uh, you know, that we need to talk or fill space. But man, what can God through? What can the, the what can the Holy Spirit do through our just not not silence, but just through our listening right. first and pondering? Um, right. There's two yeah. two ways to look at that. I think one, the classic statement that we all heard as kids if you don't have something nice to say yep, don't, don't say, say anything, anything at all. all yeah and then what you mentioned as well just the from a desire to listen and learn I think sometimes we talk so much and we know the answer and we're people are speaking to us and we're already thinking about our response right our yes. comeback and so just living in humility and listening a little more than we're used to would probably be good for all of us. Totally. What are some specific instances maybe where you think a parent's words can have an impact on the life of a family or on the life of a child? Yeah, I think there are a ton of ways that come to mind. Um, first is kind of just speaking truth over them, speaking life over them, um, and kind of just calling them to something like bigger and greater, like in God's mm. story. Yeah. And that can start, you know, we could think, spoiler alert, we are going to chat more about like identity and stuff. So I don't want to go too much into it, but just the idea of speaking truth over a child, praying over yeah. them um, can have just an incredible power over, yeah. over any of our lives. When people do that and, and intercede for us, like that can be huge. But I also can think about, you know, the fact that we, none of us are perfect people. Mm -hmm. If you're out there and you're a perfect person, yeah. um, share your secrets. Also, yeah, we'd love to not, have you. You're not perfect. Yeah. Um, we'd love to have you as a guest on the podcast, yeah, honestly. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, none of us are perfect in our conversations and especially even in our conversations with our kids. Like, we want to be great parents, but it doesn't mean that there aren't moments where we lose our cool or um, don't think before we speak or just mm -hmm. don't use our words really mindfully. But I think that gives a great opportunity for um, humility and for an apology. Like yeah. for us to apologize to our kids and say, you know what? I'm sorry. Like I didn't 
think before I said that? Like mm. the the power in a kid hearing like, no, that's not so how it's supposed to be. Like even an adult knows yeah. that's not how it's supposed to be. It's even my parents. Like, mm-hmm. and they're apologizing to me because that's not how we use our words with one another. Um, gosh, that can just. What yeah. does that set the stage for, for sure. in their just like um, own emotional health, yeah. for one, but also just a recognition that their words have power and mm-hmm. what to do when inevitably like they mess up, whether yeah. it's with, a, a, you know, whether they talk back to you or they are not saying kind things to a brother or sister or, or someone at school or on the playground. Like there's, there's a piece of this that, yes, we want to use our words to build one another up, but we know we're not perfect. We know we don't always do that. But what do we do in after we haven't used our words well? You know, how do we go about essentially that rebuilding up process? Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, that uh, I think a lot of times parents have a hard time apology apologizing. I think especially the older generation, I felt like there was this idea that they had to present this like perfect flawless Mm -hmm. front you know yeah but an apology models humility and and also like you were saying you know hopefully gives kids the freedom to admit that you know they don't always use their words perfectly either right maybe easier for them to apologize when they need to as well definitely yeah none of us none of us are perfect yeah all of a sudden we don't you know hit 30 and we're like nailed it perfect i know how to use my words i know how to do all of this i know how to parent super well like no like it's a learning process we're all growing throughout our life and you know how can we show our kids that we're continuing to grow and we're not perfect and we mess up and like there's grace for that like grace covers our mistakes Mm -hmm. with our words it covers our kids mistakes with their words and yeah yeah, the words that we then use in our apology are, are significant, too. Like, literally. I mean, yeah. words we use words every day. Yeah. You know? It's, <laughs> it's a lot. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of an easy win for ho- at home for parents, what are some maybe intentional ways that parents can take some time to encourage their kids with their words? Yeah. You know, I think what comes to mind for me, and, and I'm in a pretty unique place where my son isn't speaking yet so a lot of the words conversation which sounds silly to say a little bit (laughs) is just us speaking to him in the way my husband and I speak to one another Um, Mm -hmm. but I always think that whenever the family gathers and so if for your family that's the dinner table or it's everyone piled into the car going to a sports game like man what are those opportunities where you can go around and just share like hey what's What's something you can say about your brother or your sister or whatever that that would be mm-hmm. just really encouraging? Like, how can we use our yeah. words to encourage others today? Yeah. And we even did that with the example of the, the Jenga block um, that was the take home from Sunday where, you know, think through those people that you are interacting or your family is interacting with daily. Mm-hmm. And how can you almost cue your child not to say things just for the sake of oh okay i guess i'll just be nice or whatever but to really see Mm. that person or their friend and think about what are what are ways they can love them through their words yeah that's so good i think too even there i feel like even growing up i don't know i wasn't like a mean kid i didn't say mean things Mm -hmm. to people but I n- don't know that I ever felt comfortable 
always like uh, encouraging people or praising people. Yeah. You know? And so I think even giving kids that practice mm-hmm. at an early st- early age to be able to encourage others would be super helpful. Yeah. And at the beginning, it may really look like, I like your shoes. <laughs> yeah. I like your hair. Like I, I did this with a um, one of the other staff kids. She was helping me. Um, stack up the blocks and knock them down as I was preparing for Sunday. And we talked about, you know, what are some things that we can say that help build other people up? And she kind of started using some of those, you know, kind of classic, like, I'm going to look at what you're wearing and your appearance and I'm going to compliment that. And, and that might be where it starts. Sure. But man, like, how can then we, you know, encourage them to go deeper in that? And, and as they start to see like, you know, like, how can I encourage who this person is Versus just like, I don't know what outfit they decided to put on that day, right? Right. Yeah. So, it definitely takes time, and you know, it looks different in various stages of a child's mm-hmm. life. But sure. the idea of using our words and recognizing that they can be used to build people up, that they matter and have significant impact. Um, I mean, that's that's something that yeah, kids are are starting to learn and and starting to recognize, but that we as adults need to remember too. Like, how do we go beyond just kind of the nice like Hallmark card compliment and really get to know someone before, Mm. um, well, get to know someone before, but also just get to know someone to really um, use our words to build them up according to what they need to hear. Yeah, that's awesome. Such a great reminder, Lindsay, to be encouraging and honoring with our words Mm -hmm. and yeah, to be able to shape our family and our kids and the ways we, ways we see the world um, with our words. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, thanks <laughs> for joining. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for having me again. All right. See you guys. Have a great day. Woohoo! Bye. Thank you for listening to the Partnering with Parents podcast, where we give you tools and resources to help you grow your family's faith from a Sunday experience to an everyday faith.